Well, hello and welcome to the first episode of a new podcast entitled Q on Q. I'm so honored that you've decided to join me and listen to our podcast launch. I'm really excited about this new series and looking forward to talking with you, sharing with you, and hopefully inspiring you just a bit in the days and weeks to come. For those of you who I don't know, thank you for tuning in. Let me take a small opportunity just to introduce myself. My name is Brian Query. I am a married father of two. My daughter is a freshman music education major in college. My son, a high school freshman. My wife is the best helpmate and support anyone could ever ask for. I've been a teacher for 23 years and along the way have had many other opportunities in life, including roles as a church worship leader, a composer, a videographer, a marching band designer, just to name a few. I like to golf, have always been a Trekkie, go Star Trek fans, and when I'm at home, you'll often find me in my kitchen. Baking and cooking are two of my absolute favorite things to do in the world. So you're probably wondering, what's this podcast going to be all about, and why should I tune in? Well, this podcast is going to be about a lot of different things. Life, inspiration, music, family, and probably a whole lot more along the way. I might do a lot of talking, but I'm really hoping it will become more of a conversation, and I hope to bring some friends and other folks on here along the way in future episodes. So when picking a title for this podcast, I came up with the name On Cue because the dictionary defines the phrase On Cue as either being lined up for something new or something ready to be shared. And for me, that's a lot of different things. Um, There's been a lot happening in life, a lot of new things, and I'm excited about what is waiting as part of the next steps in life. We all have next steps. All of us have things that are just waiting for us to seize them and waiting for us to, you know, take them by the reins. And I'm really excited that on cue is something that I can use to help bring those to a discussion, to bring people in to talk with, and um, hopefully just share a little bit about what's going on in my life. And I hope through conversations we'll be able to share a little bit with what's going on in your life as well. During the last 10 months, we've all experienced some level of isolation, and while our staying in and keeping socially distanced is certainly important, we grow by nature when we connect with others on almost any topic. So that's what I want this podcast to be. I want us to be able to do life together. I'll share some stories, uh, a little about what's going on in my daily life and about what I'm reading, uh, what I'm writing about, what I'm teaching, and hopefully some inspiring words along the way that will help you want to come back for each episode. So for this first episode, I want to talk a little bit about inspiration and why it's so important to me. Inspiration, by definition, is something that makes someone want to do something or give somebody an idea about what to create. To me, inspiration is so much more than that. Inspiration motivates me to be better and to do better. You know, different things inspire different people. For me, hands down, my greatest inspiration is my Heavenly Father. God has been with me so much along the way in my almost 44 years of life. He's been evident in my life so many times over and over and over again that I just cannot count. Faith is a central aspect of my family's life, and I would hope that anyone that knows us personally could say that they can see our faith and our belief evident in the way we act, the way we speak, and the way we live. Faith is important not just about going to church week to week, 
It's about living and experiencing your faith. And yes, that includes having faith when times are hard. Sometimes you have to you know, really, really push fear to the side. We need to prioritize faith over fear or anything else, even when sometimes it doesn't seem like it at the time. Um, you know, I can I can say very safely that going to church has always been a part of my life, clear back to when I was in diapers. Um, you know, I was at church, whether it was sitting in the pew, whether it was jumping up and down, singing, dancing, whatever, whether it was up on the platform leading a song. Um, you know, I, I started singing in church and playing in church at a very young age, and um, it's just been a, always a part of something I've done. But in recent years, my faith has really been challenged. But at the same time, I can say with the utmost certainty that my faith has been multiplied. I've been so inspired to see God work in my life in so many ways and in the lives of others in ways I could not have ever imagined through high times, through low times, through trials that we come through and come out the other side stronger and better believers because of it. And you know, along those lines, acts of love, giving, and humility are super inspiring to me. Sometimes it's hard to love people. Many times it's hard to love people. Sometimes there's just those people that you just look at and you say, I, I you can't, but I'm called to love you. Sometimes we just look at folks and wonder, but we know we are called to love in any and all circumstances. With giving, it's not just about giving a tithe or a donation to the church that you belong to. There's so many people in this world with honest intentions to do their very best to give to others. And every time I see somebody working hard to create change or make life better for people in an honest and genuine and scripture-based way, I'm inspired. I'm inspired by humility because so often in this world, you know, people only do things for recognition and praise. And when somebody acts selflessly, they're giving of themselves to love others. It really all roots back to that. And they often expect zero recognition in return. So when I think of this topic, I'm often reminded of Micah 6. It's a scripture in the Bible where we're reminded we are to act justly, to love mercy, and walk humbly. And, you know, now more than ever, I'm continually inspired by a sense of community. And by community, I just don't mean getting together in large groups, though that is important. Community is when a group of people come together because they like something or believe in something or support something or want a creative positive change. I've been so blessed through the years to be part of some incredible communities. Uh, in my current teaching position, I'm blessed to be among people who I consider to be the finest educators anywhere. They work harder than anyone I know. They never stop trying to learn new things. Um, and most of all, they care. They care about education and they care about the kids we serve. I've had the opportunity to be a part of some wonderful small groups, whether book groups, Bible studies, online chats, life groups, professional groups, whatever they may be. In small groups, people form a sense of community. You get to learn about each other. You get to laugh together. You get to cry together. And as you've heard me say, you get to do life together. Of course, there are people that inspire me too. Let me start by talking about great leaders. I've had the opportunity to work and learn with some of the greatest leaders throughout my lifetime. Whether it was a boss at a job I was at or 
the head of an organization that I looked up to, or a coach who taught me life lessons, or a pastor who has exhibited God's calling on his life. Great leaders bring something to the table that you just can't put your finger on. You know, I've seen, I've seen so many books about what makes a great leader. And yes, there are certain qualities that you can identify in every leader. But when you look back at the leader that has had a special impact on your life and what has made them an inspiration to you, usually there's one thing about them. It's one thing that has caused you to reflect on your own life and has caused them to stir a change in you, okay? Oftentimes, though, what what gives them that opportunity is their passion and their respect and their ability to bring people to the table together and to get them to work toward a common goal. I'm inspired so much every day by people who willingly put their lives on the line for others. Our first responders, medical personnel, especially right now in these times, our military, so many others who give, serve, and and think of others before themselves. Your acts of bravery, times of courage, and spirit of triumph. I'm very inspired every moment by my family. My kids, who have the courage to stand out and be different in a world who wants them to conform to its standards, and my wife, who stands by me in every situation, who prays with me, who wants to experience what I experience and feel what I feel so we can do this thing called marriage as a unified partnership. What are the other things that inspire me? Well, of course, a firm handshake is a sign of commitment, a warm hug, is a sign of caring, a happy demeanor, a simple smile. How many people in this world are inspired just by seeing a simple smile on someone's face? I love when I'm going through a crowd or, or I'm looking at a group of people. I like to people watch sometimes when I'm out. Um, you know, you all have to admit you love to people watch at some point. And when I'm watching people, you can tell with their demeanor what they're thinking. You can tell what their their feelings are, okay? And you can tell the people that have true joy with a simple smile on their face or when they hold a door for someone or pull out a chair and that simple smile goes a long way to inspire others. You know, I could go on and on for probably hours about other things, people and places, but I'd like to keep some of you listening after today. So I'm gonna just touch on one more thing today. And this is probably the biggest thing that has always inspired me in my life, and that is music. It's no secret that music has always been a part of my life. I started singing uh, at a very young age. I think I was four the first time I sang in public. Um, I've played the trumpet since I've been eight years old. And music has provided me some of the most incredible outlets, some of the most incredible experiences, and some of the most humbling opportunities. As an educator, I've seen music turn young people who are lost and unfocused into thriving teens and young adults. I've seen music be a go-to, an outlet for so many people. I've lived firsthand having music be my place, as it has been for so many of my students through the years, because music people are truly a family. Great songs move people. Creativity and talent can be so inspiring. Oftentimes, a song can be just the thing 
to help somebody get through their day. Lyrics can motivate us. Beat can keep us up and moving and dancing around. Even sometimes when we don't feel like it, the music can get us inspired. And the musical elements in a song can keep us on our toes. You know, it's really hard for me to isolate one song or style that I would say inspires me in particular. But I'm most uplifted by a song that tells a story. To hear a songwriter pour their heart out, to hear some of the most difficult, gut-wrenching things, or to hear of times of greatness and victory born out of struggle. Songwriters and composers are gifted by their creator with a special gift. There are songs that make me sentimental. There's songs that make me want to dance. There's songs that make me question. There's songs that make me think. And there's songs that make me want to belong. But you know, I found my greatest inspiration in music in my life just really within the past couple years. And that's when I've had the creative spark to write more of my own music. You know, my head is full of a lot of things. No comments, please, from those of you out there. But I've been incredibly blessed by pitches and rhythms and themes and the ability to translate that to paper and the ability to do that to tell a story. You know, I've written a lot of pieces I've loved through the years, but one I'm most proud of was just written this past year. It stems from a personal struggle and the recovery out of that struggle. My personal narrative, the difficulty, the low times, the contemplation, the renewal, and the recovery became music. It became something much more than my story. It became a musical silhouette of a fragment of time that molded me. So why do I tell you about that piece? Well, since its completion and publication, I've been able to use it as inspiration. I'm able to tell my story without verbally telling my story through my music, through the pen and paper, or through the clicks of the notes on the computer. Many people have told me how inspiring it was to hear the music take me and my life to triumphs of height. And that has inspired others that they too can overcome personal struggles. So my question for you is, what's your story? What's your song? What's your inspiration? I pray that each of you has something that inspires you on a daily basis. No, on a moment-by-moment basis. And if you don't have something you can identify, I would encourage you in this upcoming days and weeks to take time to look for those things. Look for the things that make you smile. Look for the things that challenge you to be a better person. Look for the things that cause you to keep going. I'd love to hear from some of you. Drop me a note. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Query Pro or through my website at brianquery.com through the Contact Us page. I'd love to hear what inspires you and how you use your story or even your song to inspire others. Well, that's our first podcast for you. Thanks for tuning in and thank you for supporting this new adventure. Next time, we're going to talk about developing a word as your focus for your life for 2021. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you back here next time when we'll have more for you on cue.